RadioInfluence.com. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to a very special Friday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with absolutely gorgeous weather, Val, and it's cloudy over here. Damn it, beans! It's it's warm. It's a warm sun, but the humidity is like I don't know what the hell. It's very low right now, and there's this breeze that is so spring-like and beautiful. It's making me feel a little bit better. I sit outside. When I can, like I did a live stream from my couch under my little gazebo thingy the, the other day. Mm. I'm going to try and start doing that more, like just sit out there because I work out there anyway. So just throw the laptop on and say random crap to people. But on that, your YouTube? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was on YouTube. It was like a message to the non to the non-political Johnny Depp supporter. I tried. Um, <laughs> it's just YouTube won't let my video go anywhere because it's me. It, it, it's only got like, I don't know, 5000 something views. Whatever it it's that's that's just the the name of the game now. Yeah. So um, we have we have a couple of things that we, I want to get away out of the way in the very beginning here. There's two pieces of good news. Do you want the good news or the better news first? OK, well, I guess good news first, because that's the equivalent of bad in the situation. OK, so the good news is that Frank and I forgot to tell you guys last Friday that we together as a team have done five Hundred podcasts. Wow. Never felt it. Never even felt it go by. No, it was crazy. When, when our producers told me, I was like, no way. That's awesome. That's exciting. Yes. So if that's just the good news. Now it's time to hear like the really good news. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Frank is coming back to the show full time on June 20th. It's a big summer gift. <laughs> Yay! Well, uh, yeah, it is exciting. I'm I'm glad to have you back, people. People, it was it's you know Mike might pop in here and again, like he'll be here all next week. But like eight thirty, we're gonna record at eight thirty. It's a little too early for him. Um, but people love loved you and love you so much, and they love us together so much. And while they really have grown to like Mike. There's still a lot of people who are so disappointed that you were not on the show with me more. So I am really glad to have you back. Well, I'm, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, uh, you know, I, I've been able to retool my entire personal and work schedule to things that to a, to a degree that it's a, a little bit more tenable for me. It's not it wasn't just this show. It was every other project and aspiration I had. So I, I think that especially the little bit of the, the couple of months of alternative scheduling mike has been a, has been really awesome guy in in helping out and it's not even just a help he just he's this is what he likes doing you can tell he's passionate for it and um and now that we have earlier recording times it's pretty much like i had i can that's the best way that i can run my old schedule now so i feel good and i i'm happy that everybody's excited yep and let's do it people are going to be very excited after hearing the show i'm gonna have to plaster it everywhere let everybody know you're coming back um, and off we go to the news. We're going to start with something really as they try and trot out this J six crap that I don't think anybody's even watching. Oh, I, I'm totally tuned out. I saw, I, I see that the, that there's like uh, waves and waves of headlines about this coming. So what's the, what's the deal? Like, there's a, 
there's this committee that's been going on in the background. So what are they accelerating this to now? They just made it a like a TV production. Like they hired like Hollywood producers to make. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Oh wow! How desperate. Yeah, it's really bad. Like like. <sighs> Liz Cheney stood up there and said, one day Donald Trump will be gone. But you're all of you people that supported him. You're uh, like, I don't know, whatever she word she used to describe the people still supporting Donald Trump. Will the worst thing, the worst thing about that bitch is that she looks like her father, too. It's terrible. And you know what the worst part of it is? She's so super conservative, Frank. She votes. She voted with Donald Trump 90 percent of the time. So. It's a shame that she's showed herself to be such an idiot that she's like, we're going to lose a really staunch conservative in the in the house. It sucks, but it is. No, you you won't. It's Wyoming. You can get you can you can throw a rock and hit somebody that would be able to make decisions better than her. Well, the problem. Well, I guess you're right. But the problem I'm seeing is that it's, it's an open primary state. So all the Democrats are coming over to vote for her in the primary. So we might not even lose her anyway. She'll probably end up staying there and then nobody will vote for her and we'll lose her to a Democrat. I have no clue. If you are going to if you're going to uh, start a political party and establish it, because that is just pretty much a, a corporation. If you're going to start a political party, I have no clue why there is why open primaries are a thing anywhere. They're here in South Carolina, too. I, I have no clue why you would do that, it's whether it can, whether it's can, whether it's right, left. Uh, you know, far one way or another. I don't know why anybody would open themselves up for that. I was actually going to watch these J6 things, but then I changed my mind. I can't sit through it. I already watched an impeachment and all that other stuff. But on the heels of that, we've got this. This is um, from Ian Miles Chung on Twitter, but it's it's a great clip of a journalist or, you know, on man on the street person asking a bunch of folks some questions about how things are going, because Biden went on Twitter and said the economy is the most robust it's ever been. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) People are like, um, even Democrats, some of them were like, you can't control all of these things that are going wrong. More power to you. And some of them were like, probably not the best idea to tweet this right now. But here's the opinion of what happened to be um, all African-American people in America. Here we go. All right, guys, the Biden administration has been telling us that America is in one of the best spots that it's been financially and economically. Since it took office, families are carrying less debt. A recent survey from the Federal Reserve found that more Americans feel financially comfortable than any time since the survey began in 2013. You know, that's just bullshit. And you know what? I don't even care what they have to back it up. Anybody Anybody who is conscious right conscious right now knows things are bad. Like these people. Here. Look at through gas prices. They ain't comfortable to me. Hell no. Joe Biden says that we're in we're in a strong economy, that we're doing great. Do you believe that? No. We're not financially stable, comfortable, or nothing like that. But when Trump was in office, I was feeling really good. Really? Yes. Trump. Trump. So Joe Biden too much. You'd rather have Trump back. I want Trump back. I do not. I'm not for Biden. I'm not for him. Ain't no comfortability around nowhere. It really hurts America with the gas prices because the one we have to get to work, and if we can't get to work and we got to spend all our money on gas that we going to work on, that means you can't pay your bills. So it's an endless circle of uh, endless debt. Everybody gonna go in debt, you know. 
sooner or later because it, like what's happening now is everybody is feeling the heat from you know every angle of the society so yeah i feel like no it's not true it's it's bullshit, bullshit completely because like rent prices is crazy we 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 paying, I don't know how much percent more, but I would say at least three, three or four hundred more than we was paying two years ago. Like, that's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Salaries aren't going up, so how are we supposed to make the difference in income and rent? It doesn't make sense. So when the Biden administration comes forward and says that economically and financially our country's doing really well, do you think that's a lie? Yeah, I think they're blowing smoke up, up out behind us. I think it's Biden's fault. Trump said it would happen. Like... We would deal with a lot of the stuff that we dealing with back when we had the Great Depression. I miss Daddy T, Trump. I miss Daddy T, for real. I mean, like, I respected him because he was real about his opinion, even though I didn't always agree with him, but he kept it real with us. We know what it was, was going to happen. Like, things was better. Like, the economy was better. Yeah, it sure. Oh, yeah. I would, you know what, like, put everything else aside. I would give, I would give anything to have the, the, the financial break that we had under Trump where things were really doing well until the pandemic, of course, but yes, up until 2019, it was thing, things were feeling, I, don't, I just don't know if it if, if felt despite the fact that we can see this, the social decay worsening and, um, and, and the, the kind of, the kind of federal Leviathan we were living under was becoming more and more pronounced in, in naked ways. Aside from all that stuff, it, it it was it was good. If you can block all that out, things were very, very good. And and even if it was just an incremental change, it just at least gave you hope for more incremental change. And what would happen if if uh, Joe Biden or anybody who is who's controlling him heard things like that? They would just come out and say, hey, I hear you. I understand what you're saying. I know it's tough, but it's Putin. <laughs> That's all they have to offer. They sent out they sent out that Jean Pierre woman, and uh, to to make that ridiculous accusation that they are in the best position economically historically than they ever have been, and that they are in the best position to be able to tackle inflation. And I just simply said to myself, this is why they got rid of uh, uh, Jen Psaki. Obviously, it's a rotating door to help everybody's personal careers, but you have to go up the progressive stack when the lies become more blatant so that you become harder to criticize. So they brought in a black lesbian to say something that's completely ridiculous. <laughs> that's exactly because even 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 Ginger Goebbels couldn't get away with that shit. I and she she says it like, I don't know how these people can lie with such a straight face. I mean. They obviously don't believe what they're saying. They're, they're, no. They're, there's no way. No, that's why they hide behind the progressive stack. The bigger the lie, the more diverse the messenger. Speaking of which, there's uh, there's some numbers on Citizen Free Press today about what's going to happen in the, in the midterms. I, I really I don't know how they'll get over this. Um, I really don't. It says, hold on. Let me see here. Where'd it go? 2022 going to be a bloodbath? Yes, here it is. It says this from Real Clear News. It looks like the Democrats are going to have an, a very big disadvantage with the Republicans taking 223 House seats to the Democrats, 180, with 32 toss-ups. Only 32. That's, and in, that's ridiculous. I don't... I, 
Like, seriously, people are like, well, voter fraud. I don't know how you I don't know how you voter fraud your way (laughs) out of that. I just I just don't know how you do it. Well, I don't think that Donald Trump won any less than 40 states and they did that. I know these are smaller races. They only needed six. I know these are smaller races, but um, hey, with two two twenty three to one eighty with thirty two toss ups is is really it's a route. That's ridiculous. But and and what are they going to do with that? And what what is this? Do they project the the Senate? I don't see the Senate on here. Let me click on this and see if it gets more detailed. Battle for House? No, no, I don't see it. The current House is two hundred twenty Democrats, two hundred and eight Republicans. Oh, here it is. RCP Senate map. It looks like the Republicans are poised for 48. The Democrats are poised for 46 with six toss ups. Uh, So the Senate's not looking as optimistic. Because you need 51 for a majority. Right. So or 50 in the VP. Yeah. Which we won't have. Exactly. So, I mean, the, the House just. Taking uh, if there was a way to actually win back the House and there was a reliable majority of, uh, of people who are who are, are trustworthy, anybody, then at least, you know, that you can you can throw a, a grenade into the gears for two more years. You can block stuff. You can't pass anything. No, but wouldn't we take over committees? You would have committees. You can do you, you can launch your investigations. But what's come from there? You could launch impeachments. You could just make everything like you'd uh, still need the Senate. For yeah, you'd need a, a set the Senate to, to actually do the impeachment and impeach him. But you could make his life a living hell in, in the in the House. You could. You could. But trial and removal is the most important part or or else we're, we're just we're just trading and we're trading impeachment votes with the other crazy asses that already did that to Trump twice. Yeah, I know. Let's do it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay. it. Okay. What is there left? You I mean, guys do that and we're going to get back to work. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares at this point? It's like it's going to be two more years of I mean, everything that the Democrats have tried to do in the House has failed in the Senate without a majority. So, well, thanks to two people, I would say Mansion and Cinema. I, I, I should have. Um, I know that the, the, the Rich Barris has been coming on my show every month the last the, the last monday of every month so this this broke after his last appearance but have you been seeing all of the the headlines about a um a red pushback in california yes absolutely i wish i can did you know anything about that in uh, like in depth that, that you can fill me in on i because i i've just been seeing the headlines but i haven't dive, d- dived in i just I've, I've read a whole bunch but i'm not like you know i'm not a rich barris so no but basically what's happening is that these it's basically a lot more um local local ish races that this is happening to where uh-huh. you know you only need to you there's no like there's no it's whoever takes the most votes it's not you know republic a republican and a democrat so if two democrats do the do you know, well, and the Republicans don't, then it's two Democrats against each other in the general. That's how hmm. it works there. So okay. what's ending up, there were recall, there were, excuse me, there were recall elections because they're recalling people there left and right because they're so horrible. So there was this one district attorney who was recalled. Um, there, the mayor of Los Angeles, I believe, is is up in the air right now, whether or not it's going to be a Republican or not. It's just basically a revolt there against what these Democrats have done to the cities in, in, in California. 
And I wouldn't call it a red wave or anything like that, but clearly people are making their disdain for Democrat policies very well known. Even mm. even on the even on the left, they're they're just like this can't. Sorry, this is not happening. So, okay. hey, um, I wanted to to go to something that I'm sure that you haven't really heard about or read yet. It's um, there's an article going up today at Uncover DC about this. It is a letter from Grassley and Hawley that contains 36 pages of whistleblower disclosure. Um, so a whistleblower came to Grassley and Hawley to blow the whistle on what was actually going on with this DHS Miss Mal, com, you know, disinformation committee that they were going to have that woman head. Yes. And there they, there's all kinds of evidence in here that that show that they met. They've had meetings scheduled with and have met with Twitter executives on this. So that the government would be able to have a handle on what Twitter allowed to be on the platform in terms of like what's true and what's not and what needs uh. a disclaimer. So here's the government telling everybody. And in the beginning paperwork here, in the beginning paperwork here, it says that, you know, for example, one of the biggest forms of misinformation out there is that the 2020 election was, you know, um, vulnerable to out, you know, outside influence in terms of the machines. And it's. CISA, they're talking about CISA and how CISA has a rumor page that they're using to dispel all of these rumors. But this was written before CISA came out with their huge document explaining how. <laughs> the so is it, so is this is this information? It's di- the very thing. And it's more than once that they do this. Like some of the things that they're talking about in here as disinformation have come true already. Um, <laughs> Just called lies and propaganda at the end of it is a letter that holly had written to um ask questions about this when it was first announced the day that elon musk said he was buying twitter and he asks holly says you know please answer these questions are you getting together with um you know private company and the whole all the documents the charter the group the whole entire thing is all included here and they talk about it and how they're going to partner with private companies and blah 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 but in the answers to holly they 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 lie in every answer every single answer to every question that he asks they they frame it as though it's only for foreign disinformation but then their own documents that have now been provided to them show that all of the answers that they gave were complete and abject lies so DHS lied to Holly in their responses about this thing, and now their own documents have proven it. Doesn't surprise me in the least. What's Just, supposed to be surprising about that? Nothing. I mean, but but the mere thought that you've got your government, like the Department of Homeland Security, partnering with the intelligence community to try and stop you from talking about anything anywhere is, is I mean, it's just a bridge that's, too far for me. Oh, it's five bridges too far. Yeah. And there's nothing and 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 we are far beyond far beyond the point where we we need to have crack teams of I don't know what kind of what I don't know who. They just have to go and round people up. We're talking about probably tens of thousands of people that need to be rounded up that are in these ages in entire Departments and agencies need to be um, padlocked and sh- and shut down. And just I mean, we're talking about tens of thousands of people need to be removed from the country. So put on their own island. H- how radical is Ron Paul's uh, close down 
all these departments in the government theory now. Oh, um, it's not. It, it was only radical to the people who get their who get their paycheck from there. Yeah. You know, you say close down, close down podcasting. I mean, that's I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot. Then again, podcasting is not a problem. You know, I so that was a bad, bad example. No, I know but, what you're saying. People I know. But like back in the day, he was saying this kind of stuff. And the mainstream was like, you're a lunatic, you crazy lunatic. We now yeah. it doesn't seem so loony anymore, does it? Well, because because they were they're moving in a direction they knew at then. Okay, we already had so much ground covered, but we have so much more to go. You can't stop us now. You're a lunatic. This is about the safety of the nation. How are we going to live safe if we don't have all of these intelligence agencies working in concert to limit what you can say online? <laughs> it's just they're, they're it's horrible. Like okay, Steve uh, Steve Scalise. The the other day, Steve Scalise made a uh, they're talking about guns again, because what else do people do? Uh, Steve Scalise had made some kind of a comment about, um, I don't know, I, I think like 9-11. Uh, I, I think it was I think it was 9-11. And anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was making a comment about 9-11 because of gun control measures and planes. We didn't want to ban planes or anything like that. And I think it was a bad comparison um, because obviously I, what he should have talked about is that gun control, a.k.a. the TSA, the TSA never prevented a terrorist attack ever and repeatedly failed all of their tests, all of their tests. OK, everybody would get through with shit onto planes. They would fail all their tests. The TSA has only been good at stealing your iPads and fondling your, your spouses. Well, that is that's all they've done. Can we stop for a second? I, I'm going to I'm going to agree with you because I was just listening last night, late last night to the 911 call that the man who was uh, uh, going to kill Kavanaugh made to the 911 you know, operator because he was like, there's something wrong with me. I need help. I'm about to do X, Y and Z. Thank God. Um, and so he's asking like he's like, I just got off a plane. Um, I flew from California in my suitcase, I have a gun, a knife, pepper spray. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, how in the ever living hell did this man get all of these things onto a plane? How? What do you think? How do you think? He's calling up. He's calling up. His MK Ultra programming is cracking. He's trying. He's fighting through the programming, trying to get some help. He's been set up. He's been set up to do this. And he's trying to prevent himself from following through what he's been programmed to do. That's what I say. I mean, it is Friday, and I did send you a picture of what looks like a quasi werewolf Yeti this morning. So, the dog man. <laughs> what is that? There's a lot of, especially in that's the Texas area, South by Southwest, especially. There's been a, there's always been a lot of sightings of dog-headed men. Um, uh, it, it, there's like a, there's an energy, an energy meridian points all over the place. It's like an energetic superhighway that's laid over what we see with our eyes. And especially in the desert, those open those opening and shutting portals like they're interdimensional elevators that they always I've heard stories of I've heard stories of uh, people waiting around the gray aliens, dog headed men, other type of humanoid cryptid types just waiting around for portals to open and close. so They can go to other places as if they're just. You know, traipsing across the universe using some sort of a um, transportation system that we don't know about. We get little glimpses of them on 
on CCTV. So, I don't know if it's really a dog headed man taking a crap up against a fit. It looks like he's kind of squatting to take a crap. So I don't I don't know if it, if it's real. So this 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 image of this like creature of some kind was captured on CCTV camera outside of some zoo and the city of Amarillo put it up saying, what is this? You know, can you help us figure it out? It's like it seems like a very bad publicity stunt or it's real. And they're like, before people freak out, let's make it look like a publicity stunt. I'm not sure. Um and so I sent it to Frank this morning with just a, um, what's this? Well, it's interesting that the it came from, like you said, it came from the Amarillo government. Yes. So usually this just pops up on before it's news or something like that. I don't know. It, this particular dog headed man looks like he has scoliosis. It said in the uh, Citizen Free Press had it up this morning and, and Kane said, what is Beto doing? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is uh, it is costume. Yeah. Spe- speaking of all this crazy stuff, I don't know if you watch it or not. Do you watch Stranger Things? Yes. Oh, have you seen this season yet? I'm I'm on. Uh, it's been very hard to get through because of the baby, but we're we're on chapter four right now. Okay. It doesn't it doesn't get anything but better from here. From oh, there. I I can I I know the Duffer Brothers. They have found a way to keep this thing fresh. Usually season three is where um, a series like this dies. This is the best season so far. It's it's I I just want to get lost. I'm telling you, it's watching things like this. It's just like I want to write. I want to write. I want to I want to get keep myself in these types of these type of creative spaces. I love the atmosphere, everything they've created. Every time they it's so rare to have a a series introduce new characters every year that are great. Yeah. And, and the, the way that they're able to meld four storylines together in the way that they're doing it right now is just, it, it's a, it's a masterpiece and it's not, there's no PC nonsense in it yet. Although I do sense a little bit of, um, I do sense a little bit of it with will. Do you, I I'm I'm well. We already got it with the the the, the lesbian coming yeah, out. Yeah, but that's not a big deal. Whatever. Right, but but I'm starting to think to myself. I say, like, okay, is Will gay? Yep. Is Will gonna tell? Is Will gonna tell Mike that he loves him? Oh, I mean, oh no, Mike, Mike. Yeah, Mike, Will. Um. Uh. And uh, what's in the yeah? Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Is it, I, I'm really I, bad I, with names. So. I just feel if I was talking about that with my brother the other day. I was like, what do you think? You think that they're working toward this? He's he's, he's kind of got a gay slouch to his shoulders. I, I know. Like, I know. It's almost like they, they have to write gay they gay characters. I don't I can't say that yet because you just we don't, don't know. know. But, but even, I, even, like, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of slouching kind of gay. Even if that ends up happening, I'm not even going to freaking care, to be honest, because that's it. And I can deal with that today. This show is absolutely amazing. If you haven't seen Stranger Things yet, start from season one, binge watch the hell out of that thing and get yourself caught up because volume two of season two comes out July 1st. And Frank, the last episode, the finale of, of volume one is going to blow your mind. I can't wait. I saw it's an hour, 40 minutes. It also, so when it comes back on July 1st, on July 11th, Better Call Saul, the second half of their season, their series finale comes back. That's that's another one that's just been un, unbelievable. Um, the, I never saw that. Did you ever watch Breaking Bad? No. Oh, well, I mean, I I think you should do this. 
Well, I, 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 this here's the problem. At least with Breaking Bad, I know it's over already, so we could watch it technically and it'd be okay. This but, is a pre. This is a prequel, though. You're going to need to watch Breaking Bad. Then you have to watch Better Call Saul. Then you have to watch El Camino. Fine. What no, I'm no, 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 no. You have to. You have to watch Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad again, then El Camino. Wow, that's a lot of time. Yes, but you're you're not going to regret it. It's going to change your life. <laughs> How? It's it, it, this is the most. I'm a I'm a huge huge Sopranos fan, and I will always stand by being one of the the greatest creations ever. But even that 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 aside, I don't. I have never seen writing so consistent from start to finish. So that how every character. Despite that, you know, a character goes on an arc. They have their all other arcs. They have they go ups, downs, challenges. They change. They evolve in very meaningful ways from start to finish. But this has been so uh, consistent with the writing, high quality, concise, and um, it, it's just beautiful. And uh, it's the same writers throughout all of these these series that are are related to each other in that that universe. So. If you just want to marvel at great character writing and an action intensity, it's 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 superior. So every time Will and I start to watch a show and we really love it, they end up canceling it. So remember we were talking about Endgame and we were talking about the actress and how beautiful she was. I I, yes, I think so. She they canceled Endgame. They canceled Endgame. It was like a. Almost as good as as Blacklist, but not quite. And they canceled it after one season for, and everybody's up in arms about it. And yes, people, we're talking about watching television because I swear I will go insane if I don't have something else to do. <laughs> I will go insane. And so I've chosen some very small pockets of places to do my guilty pleasures. And this is one of them. Well, hey, Breaking Bad, you don't have to be guilty about. No, and, it, and no, you don't have to be guilty about it at all. It's I'm, it, I'm telling you, you don't have to. Well, it's it, it, it'll 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 jar you at times. Probably not uh, the best to watch with with small children, but it um, I'm, I'm it's it's good. And, you know, it's not going to get canceled. It's, it's actually after after Better Call Saul comes back for this final half season on July 11th, you have a complete anthology a complete anthology that has been so beautifully packaged and uh, these are characters you'll remember for the rest of your life interesting yes all right well that was a nice segue back to the whole senate thing which is what spurned this somehow um yeah the senate is is saying it's doa by the way the uh age change because they want to put some caveats the raising the the legal age to buy a weapon from 18 to 21 will not make it in the senate Oh, they want to put some caveats in it. Well, they they want to compromise on it. They want to change it and maybe make it like just a waiting period instead of changing the age. Because, you know, if somebody waits another 10 days, maybe they'll change their mind. I don't know. What the hell kind of shit is this? Because they're just they're just afraid in an election year to say absolutely not. They need to they need to look like they're they're they just want to be moderate a little bit. I don't know why. There's no need. People aren't moderate anymore. Nobody's moderate anymore. I don't know why. And you're just. This is the latest thing the Democrats think are, is going to sway their. Oh, I used to be voter over and I just don't. 
I just don't see it translating because people are so pissed off that they can't buy food and baby food that they don't give a crap, to be honest. They're like, this is the least of our worries. Why don't you fix the people flooding the border? People are saying that more and more. Why don't you fix this, this, this and this and stop worrying about that and stop sending billions of dollars to Ukraine? But Chip Roy went nuts. I love this man. I, I just love him. You want to hear good. what yeah, he He's said? good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, go ahead. Here we go. From Ohio, why do we have guns? Why do we have the Second Amendment? Is it to hunt? Sure. Self-defense? That's even more important. The fact is, you read the founders, Federalist 46, James Madison, contrast this with the tyrannical governments of Europe who are, quote, afraid to trust the people with arms. Joseph Story in his commentaries on the Constitution in 1833, quote, the right of the citizens to keep and bear arms has justly been considered as the palladium of the liberties of a republic, since it offers a strong moral check against the usurpation and arbitrary power of rulers, and will generally, even if these were successful in the first instance, enable the people to resist and triumph over them. We have a Second Amendment because we understand in this country that there are some things, inalienable rights, that you cannot justly take away from a free and equal human being. Tyrants disarm the people they intend to oppress. Those are the facts. Jewish people in Germany were prohibited from owning arms. 13 million Jews were exterminated by the Nazis. The Soviets instituted gun control and millions were killed. 20 million dissidents were rounded up and exterminated. Mao disarmed the Chinese people. 20 million dissidents were exterminated. In Cambodia, the Khmer Rouge were able to take advantage of the fact that limited gun ownership to just hunters and killed 1.5 million to 3 million Cambodians. Turkey disarmed Armenians and 1.5 million Armenians were killed in the Armenian Genocide. The South disarmed slaves and actively fought against their arming. And then in the 20th century, armed black army veterans, for example, in Louisiana, were able to defend against the KKK. Even fact-checking organizations, Snopes, said, quote, we find it reasonable to conclude that gun confiscations facilitated by laws requiring the registration and licensing of firearms played a crucial role in the carrying out of 20th century genocides. Hmm. This is not fiction. This is in our lifetime. This is in our grandparents' lifetime. This is in our recent history. This is why the Second Amendment matters. It's not trivial. It's not something you just brush aside. This is a foundation of liberty. It's who we are. But in order to sell a lie to the American people, that the government will protect them from all manners of evil, while defunding the police. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it goes know, on for like another minute, but. Going back to the attempted, the attempted murderer, that wanted to take out Brett Kavanaugh. Uh-huh. I, I, I was saying it's incredible here. It's incredible that this guy was willing to attempt to take a human life because he, the, the person he was going after was a perceived threat to disarmament, the idea of disarmament and, 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 and the, the ability to dismember Innocent children. Isn't that such a such a catch twenty two? Oh, it, it, no! It's just incredible because he he wanted to kill to make it easier to kill massive amounts of, and we're talking about millions. Because just like Chip Roy said, disarmament historically equals genocide of those who have been disarmed, 
And then on the other side, you have abortion, which we are talking tens of millions of children's lives snuffed out since the 1970s alone. So it is across the board genocide. And, and, and the fact that we live in a time where someone would think uh, it, where it's a little bit more, I don't know, I don't know if somebody is willing, a little bit more willing to go to that kind of extreme to protect the right to commit genocide. I'm, I don't I don't condone this kind of behavior one way or another, but you would think that in a more sane version of society, someone would be willing to lay down their lives to fight the opposite. He um, by the way, he was on medication. Oh, well, there, so that's part of it. Yeah, he said he was on a medication. Do you want to hear the 911 call? Sure. It's long. How but, long? Um, let me see here. It is. Come on. So wait a second. Did, did did he actually did he fire at his house or something? No, he did none of the none of the nothing of the sort. It's about so five why, minutes. Too long. Why is he being? At the, I saw that he was charged for attempted murder. Yeah, because he admitted he was going to kill Kavanaugh. But he didn't attempt it yet. I guess is that because he made the the trip already? Oh yeah, he started on his way to to commit the crime, and at the very last minute, as he was standing there on the sidewalk in front of his house, so they Nancy Pelosi and her ilk make it seem as though the cops got him because they saw him there. No, 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 no. There was nobody watching. He was standing out there on a quiet street. Decided something bad's about to happen. I'm going to call nine one one. Called 911, had a five minute long conversation with the 911 operator where he sounds very lucid and calm and he says he needs psychiatric help and he's going to do he he fears he's going to do something. He has plans to kill Kavanaugh and then himself. Yeah, no, this is this is this is all programmed. And then all of a sudden, you know, the 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 911 dispatcher says the police are on their way. Here's what you're going to do when they get there. And then he's like, oh, I'm starting to hear sirens. And he's getting more nervous, obviously, because the sirens are coming. And you know who got this 911 call? Who? Freaking TMZ. Yeah, no, this everything about this is weird. So the guy, the guy was like, this isn't right. What I'm about to do is not right. And I need help. I, uh, does anybody, can anybody out there in, in the in the audience who is a little bit more knowledgeable of this from a legal standpoint, does this actually, does, is this really qualify as attempted murder? I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad that this, this was prevented anything uh, from happening, but you have the suspect himself calling the police on himself to prevent anything from happening. How can you, how can you charge that man with attempted murder? He obviously needs psychiatric help. He needs to be uh, taken off the streets, but how can you, how can you charge him with attempted murder? Because it was premeditated. And if he didn't call the cops, he would have done it. Well, I could pre, I can, I can have, I can make plans to kill anybody I want, but until you, it has to be just with the, maybe the time traveled. It's got to be the time traveled. The fact that he had a weapon and, and stuff in his back, in his bag, th- that he had a plan to do it. Like if they would have caught him before he called 911, he still would have been arrested and charged. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because he's self-reported doesn't mean he's innocent. Why do you think it's a thought crime at that point? Because he didn't do it. Well, it's obviously um, if you're Brett Kavanaugh and you have this this crazy armed man outside of your house, uh, it you know thought I I'd be like yeah bring on the thought crime get this guy out of here if that were me. So uh, let me just say I'm I'm not uh, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate here. The guy needs to be institutionalized and apprehended and, and removed. I'm just. I'm just wondering about what's the threshold for attempted murder if 
not one shot was fired, but he did travel and and then stopped himself and and then called the cops on himself, worried that someone could get hurt. Uh, there's no breaking and entering. He was still on. He wasn't on the front lawn. It seems like he was on public property. It, it's just it's just odd. I don't know what the nuances are there. And then the fact that, like you said, he's a medicated guy. He was able to acquire everything he did and travel with it. It just seems like it just seems like an MK Ultra job to me. It's very weird. Um, and, you know, it's not like this is going to be the only thing that happens either. Jonathan Turley tweeted this morning or actually it was last night. Protesters have now descended upon the home of Justice Amy Coney Barrett and her family, including her seven children. They're it's, scr- a, it's a shot across the bow. I mean, you, you don't you obviously you don't want to kill a Supreme Court justice because then you you really lose the narrative there. But uh, at the same time, you put the fear of God in these people. Hopefully they start saying, well, I don't want this for the rest of my life. I'm just going to abstain. Well, that's what Chuck Schumer said to do. Uh, short of actually Chuck Schumer basically told them to kill the justices. He, the, 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 if you juxtapose what Chuck Schumer said, do you have that? I, I don't think you do. I never heard it. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. I'm pausing it really for a second. Hold on. Okay. I have the clip. Here we go. And they're taking away fundamental rights. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind and you will pay That's old. the price. Yeah, it is. If, can you imagine if juxtapose that next to Trump saying we were going to march peacefully to the Capitol and make our voices heard? And they want to oh, yeah. commit the guy and put him in jail for it. Yeah. March peacefully to the Capitol. Make your voices heard, and then you will reap the whirlwind. Um, you will pay the price. Well, what price does a Supreme Court justice have to pay? The, the, you're not going to. You're not. They are up for re-election. The next line out of his mouth was, "You won't know what hit you." Yeah. So then, what does that mean? That means what, what does intense, it mean? Intense public uh, pushback and rancor. Yeah, it means that they want. Like, I mean, it means exactly what's happening. It's the same thing as what happened with the baseball game. When everybody said that Trump was an authoritarian and the Republicans were all dictators and then some crazy Bernie Sanders supporter decided to go shoot up a baseball game. Forget about that, huh? These this is the these are the people of violence. We we are not. We are. Not. Yes, he should be. He should be. He, he's also the same one that said we have seven ways of some from Sunday to get back that's, at you. That's the intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, which we we learned all about that those seven ways, twenty ways, for goodness sakes, incredible, it, it's insane. And then, hold on, I had one more thing. Your point, Trump. I think is that possible? How is this possible? I could have sworn I had another topic to talk about, um, other than oh, this this was it. Here we go. <laughs> Most AR-15 owners are former military, okay. 35 plus Let me say one more thing. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. Is that they're yeah. not once, crazy once, people. Okay. Here's the thing. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Uh, no, no. They'll, 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 one, once black people get guns in this country, then the liberals are really going to cry because then they'll start going to the shooting range with their white buddies and realizing how fun it is. Yeah. I yeah, think. The, think of how racist. The, you, I mean, remember, this is the same show. That had that, that that dumbass Kelly Osborne on there that in 2015 or 16, she's trying to like dunk on Trump. 
And she said, if we if we get rid of all the Mexicans, Donald Trump, who's going to clean your toilets? Yep. And then all of a sudden she realized, oh, 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 no. Oh, no. I, I'm, I, you know, you know what I meant. I, I'm, I'm liberal. I, you, I'm, come on. Th- these people are such jokes. That was They're- like the stupidest thing that she could like black people don't own guns. Come on. Come on. Right. Come on. Black lady. people should own guns first and foremost. I they, know. They have, they have been the, the, the target of every bad government idea since the beginning. Absolutely terrible. And 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 who is the woman who was speaking first? I don't know her name. She was African-American. I don't know. This uh, they have some I think they have some person named Sonny on there. Whatever. Stupid. Doesn't even matter. Let me that's, tell you something. It's a, that's, a, that's a show for literal retards. It, it, if, you, if you watch that show unironically, you have probably several overlapping problems. So two more things here. Number one, the Daily Wire, the Daily Wire has passed 100 million in revenue per year. Nice. I can't I can't even tell you what I would be able to do with 100 million dollars a year. I can't tell you what I'd be able to do with 200,000. Agreed. Same. Good for them. Right. They fill a very needed niche with this movie that he has out. Matt Matt Walsh, the uh, what is a woman movie? Incredible. I I mean, just just I haven't bought it yet. I will because I need to see it. Oh, it's incredible. Is it? Did you see it? It's 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 a yeah, yes. It's just a calm storm. That is what Matt Walsh is. He is a calm hurricane. It's the best way I can I can uh, explain him through through his through his deadpan, dry, relaxed, cool as a cucumber demeanor. He is able to draw out the absolute insanity to create the contrast between what we're up against. And it is um, it's incredible. It's it's very, very much worth the watch. It needs to be studied. It is in itself irrefutable by any metric. There's nothing that the media can do to to uh, refute anything on there except ignore it. Yeah. And and they're just calling him a bigot and everything. But they're they're They can't they can't have their ideas literally showcased because they're so freaking crazy that 90 percent of the people out there would be like, um, I watched a Blair White video last night where she goes over like all these crazy TikTok trends. And one of them is is um, like fat people have made themselves like a protected class now. <laughs> yeah, Because it's not their fault. <laughs> no, no, like they 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 say that, like, you know, um, there's a fat spectrum now. They basically take on all of the same points as transgender people do. If you don't want to da- date a fat person, you are. You are anti whatever. And she goes through like this whole thing. And I'm just sitting here. Now, remember, Blair White is a trans. How do you say it? She's a she's a woman now, but was a man. So trans woman. Blair's trans woman. Yeah. Have you seen her? Oh, yeah. 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 I know all, all about Blair. And I say her because you can't look at her and think anything other than her. Well, we know what. We know what Blair's going for is a good is a good way of saying it. I, I don't I, I feel like it's it's very uh, awkward position now to be able to give some people the title of the pronoun they want and the others not because they have the wrong politics. I, so I just, never I just, know that. She- I just try. I just try to check. The, I just try to stick to people's names, legal names. I'll call you whatever you want. You're an adult. You change your name. You're Blair. I can't. I had no idea. Until I was told initially. Hey, I'll, I'll probably still slip up from time to time, but it's just it's one of those things. I, 
I've tried to get Blair on the show, on my show, uh, a number of times over the last five or six years. But maybe, maybe, uh, maybe there's still hope. Who knows? Blair is too busy. Got over a million subscribers now. Yeah. Blair is very, very busy. But Blair runs a fun YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm just saying. I watch Blair often. <laughs> I know it's weird, but Blair is against all of this. And now I'm just saying her name or it's, I don't know. I know. Whatever. It, 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 I, I, hey, I'm not judging you. I just try to make a conscious effort to, I just, I, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to, to, to play this game of hopscotch constantly. Yeah. Yeah. There and, was- and nothing, and nothing against Blair, because like you said, um, for whatever's going on in her personal life, in their personal life. See, you did it too. I would. Yeah, I, I did it on purpose. Whatever's going on in Blair's personal life. Uh, it, it, it's, it, <laughs> they, <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> whatever going on in Blair's personal life. Blair is just sticking to normal. Managed, like yeah, I, it, it, it's just their business. And everybody in in their uh, in their lives business, and, and that's it. I and mean, it, Blair does not make it something that should like. There's no call for instit- institutional uh, response. Uh, thinks that the, that this is all nurture over nature. That that what is going on right now with children is terrible. And is 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 horrible. It's abuse, flat out abuse. There's no decisions made. No decisions made, at least in, in Blair's life that I know of, prior to adulthood. reaching adulthood, and doesn't want special treatment either, right? Like, and and also doesn't, and also from what I remember of watching um, Blair's channel for for God knows how long, whenever it would pop up, because there were some really great debates that took place around 2016, 17. It, it, it was uh, it was that was a fun time just to be on YouTube in general, and I think. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that Blair maintains that she's not a woman. Yes. That, that like not. Yes. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's just they're in their own category and doesn't. Uh, it's just it, it, very principled. This is how I feel. It. Yes. What the hell just started playing? I don't know. Not on my side. I'm going to play a clip of something to end the show here. And I want you to guess who it is. You ready? Yep. Bonjour tout le monde. I want to be clear. The C major chord and the F major chord and the G resonate with pianists as they always have. They belong to the family of C major chords as they should and it deepens the value and the resonance of the C major family. The F-sharp, however, is simply a fringe minority and does not belong. There will be consequences. Who is it? (laughs) Well, it's somebody at least trying to be Justin Trudeau. (laughs) (laughs) Infringement already consequences for F-sharp. Wait, wait. I got to keep going because you're in music too. So here, hold on. Wait. Hold on. If you use an F-sharp while playing in C major. On any given piano, um, there are probably only two or three F sharps, and yet there are many C's 
including middle C, and socially distanced by an octave, and so on. <laughs> the piano socially <laughs> distanced by an octave. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're a music nut that makes you laugh. <laughs> this is good. This is good. He's he's got a lot of these. His name is John Stetch. And um, he's got a bunch of these Trudeau impressions like he did one. Trudeau does Ukrainian food. Trudeau does laundry. It, it's it's just it's hysterical. I appreciate that one. Did you happen to see before we go uh, Candace Bergen in in the house the other day up there? No, what? what no, she all oh, Candace Bergen's the conservative leader and they do it interesting in there. They get to debate each other on the floor. So one from each side, usually the leader and then the prime minister, if he's on the, uh, the opposing party and he's away somewhere social, like, you know, not wearing a mask while Canadians are looking at another wave of tyranny flooding through. I haven't seen it. Oh, she just, she just torches them. The woman is amazing. I hope she runs up there and saves their country because they're in deep crap. Yeah, really are. They may have a very bad HR problem, too. <laughs> one more week, Frank. One more week. And then everything's back to normal. Yes. You have been listening to the Dark to Light podcast with Beautiful Weather Val and Beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. We'll be back on Monday. Later. This is an MMA report with Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan. Quick fix on Radio Influence. The one concern I do have about Yuri, he hasn't fought since May of last year. Now, he has been using the past year or so to really work on the grappling side of this game, wrestling. Uh, he went to fight ready there uh, in in, uh, in Arizona, of course, uh, run by there by, by Henry Cejudo's gym there. Great training staff uh, that they have there at, at fight ready. So you do like it. And like, to me, like I look at this and I feel like in a way the UFC is kind of setting this up because I think they, they look at what a title reign of Yuri could look like. I mean, he's an absolutely fun fighter to watch fight. Like, as I think about this fight, He's got to keep this fight range. If you tell me if Glover's able to get make this a close range, you know, you know, clinching type matchup, you, you like Glover to share a uh, in this one. I'm actually um, tomorrow, I believe it's tomorrow on Fight Pass. They're putting out this uh, video about Glover Shara's how he got into the United States from leaving Brazil. I'm really, I'm really fascinated to to watch that story. But like Glover is a guy that I have continually said I have not picked him in a fight. So you think I'm going to pick him in a fight here, right? Yeah. Nope. You're not going to pick I, him. I like Yuri. I, I think the speed, the range of Yuri is going to cause a lot of problems. I think Yuri is going to stop him within probably the first two to three rounds would be my guess here. Um, you know, but I also think that no matter who wins – at UFC 275, I think the conversation of who the, who is the best light heavyweight in the world will strike back up again. The MMA Report with Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.